Welcome to Films from the Phantom Zone, your podcast about failed and forgotten comic book movies, where we watch a forgotten superhero movie and decide, does this belong in the Phantom Zone to be forgotten for forever, or out and about for everyone to rewatch and remember fondly? My name is Arnaldo, and I'm joined by Birdo. Birdo, what are we, what movie, what are we doing? Uh, well, we're not doing a failed or forgotten comic book movie today. Uh, we are reviewing the Marvel special presentation of the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Yeah, I'm pretty sure um, I I was uh, doing some light research here and I saw this was announced in December of 2020, which kind of blew my mind. That was two years ago. Yeah. So I think this was definitely supposed to be the first. I think where where when I came out of nowhere and they got it done right. in like a month. So I, I'm pre- I'm fairly certain this was supposed to be the first special. Well, they announced it like what right after they rehired James Gunn. I I guess yeah 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 <laughs> two years ago James Gunn pitched this during like the making of Guardians Volume Two. Right, right. I read here that he came up with this story during Guardians Two, mm-hmm. and this is these are his words. Uh, he had bugged Feige endlessly <laughs> about it for years. <laughs> um, finished the script in twenty uh, in April twenty twenty one. So, although he wrote the treatment years ago, right? <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. So before we get too deep into it, guys, when we do reviews, basically we're going to do a non spoiler review, uh, and then later on in the episode we'll get into spoilers and we'll let you know. So in case you haven't seen this yet, you don't want to be spoiled. Chill out. Uh, we're not going to ruin it for you. We're not those kinds of people, right? Right. <laughs> and then also, real quick. Uh, we are streaming on Twitch. We record all these episodes on Twitch. Uh, and so if you want to hang out with us, be a part of the podcast, you could do that. Twitch.tv slash films from PZ. We're hanging out here with Redback Cosplay in the chat. We've been talking to him for a little bit. Um, and then hopefully uh, other people chime in. And, and a lot of times we get friends of ours yeah. doing um, fact checking or shit talking or whatever throwing their opinions our way do you can do that too guys we always reply and and have a fun chat and then sometimes it makes the episode at the end of the day (laughs) (laughs) so we'll see you know on the constantine episode i ended up cutting an entire hour because we were were talking to the chat for a while damn anyway so guardians of the galaxy holiday special is available on disney plus right now you just watch it it's not in theaters or anything like that uh, written by James Gunn, directed by James Gunn, starring Chris Pratt, Dave Bautista, Karen Gillan, Palm Clementif, Vin Diesel, Bradley Cooper, Sean Gunn, Michael Rooker, Kevin Bacon, and Old thir- 97s. Band. <laughs> <laughs> also, the dog Slate. We'll get into it. Oh, uh, dog's adorable. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> uh, I know he based a lot of this off of the Star Wars holiday special. That's the thing. Um, yeah, I read that he has like a special love for like holiday specials, yeah, like uh, Charlie Brown's or The Grinch. Uh, <laughs> there's a Grinch reference later in this, yeah, kind of. Sort um, of. and the Star Wars holiday special, which is like famously horrible, right, right. But there's still something fun about the idea of Star Wars characters coming together for like a holiday variety show, right. You know? <laughs> Is the plot like sort of similar to in have a way? Not, have you not seen the Star Wars holiday I have. special? Oh, it's like it's a like similar overall there's, plot. There's no real plot to it. Yeah, huh? They're trying to there's give a, Chewie okay. a good life day. There's a framing device, right? There's that, 
and then a bunch of bullshit happens oh, oh, in the middle. There's a lot of bullshit happening, but it's there is four like hours long. Over, there is a <laughs> plot, though. Uh, okay. <laughs> there's a beginning and an end. Let's put it that way. Uh, um, I love that idea of bringing that kind of thing back, doing holiday specials where they don't necessarily seem to like be necessary or make a whole lot of sense. But no, but it's it's fun. This one I would say makes sense. Like this, this it, is gonna have no major part in the overall Guardians lore, other than like one thing, maybe two. Like it's one thing, maybe two, depending on what you're about to say. In spoilers, we're gonna say it for spoilers. But like those things could have just as easily been thrown into Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, right? You know what I'm saying? Like this is absolutely it, this is unnecessary. Just like, this is just more some more character stuff. Yeah, honestly. And um, it's and wonderful. Sometimes the best things come from this. Like, Charlie Brown, like, Peanuts, it wasn't made into an animated thing until, like, the Christmas special. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, let's do a holo- uh, a Thanksgiving special and a Halloween special. The Great Pumpkin. Yeah. And then after that, they're like, well, let's make a TV show. <laughs> you know, and then movies after that. Like, like, good things can come from this. Yeah. Well, even the Star Wars holiday special gave us Boba Fett for the first time. That's true. It introduced him. It also introduced yeah. Kashyyyk. It did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it did do those things, so didn't it? There's a couple of things that even that brought to the Star Wars yeah. And the lady canon. from the Golden Girls. What's her name? Yeah. She was singing. <laughs> I forgot. She was singing a lot. I forgot her name. Anyway, first thing I noticed right off the bat, if we're going to get into the no spoiler review, is this is something that should not have been made. Like, by all industry standards and common sense like this is just throwing money at like in a hole in the ground (laughs) this is a very high production value thing it's got all the most famous actors ever yeah and and it's just like a 40 minute special that they they threw on disney plus it wouldn't surprise me if they filmed this like during volume three well that's exactly my point the only reason they could get this done is because it piggybacks off of like all of the actors already being there for yeah. Guardians 3. Like everyone's uh, already here. Let's film a few scenes. Their costumes are already made. <laughs> um, the CGI is already, like, created, right? <laughs> uh, the sets are all created already. Like, all this shit's already there. You could piggyback it, and make can a reuse special. a lot of assets and make a, yeah. another project. And that makes it perfectly feasible. But, like, on its own, you look at this and you're like, no way <laughs> like, you're going to get they do that? Chris Pratt, Dave Bautista, and, like, Kevin Bacon together. <laughs> And Bradley Cooper. And, well, kind you know, the, of. Thing, the thing is, like, Bradley Cooper and Vin Diesel aside, like, all of these actors made it super big after Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. They were all small time. Like, Dave Bautista wasn't an actor back then. He was, like, barely an actor. He had done, like, one other thing, I think. Yeah, and besides that, just WWE. Right. I mean, that's <laughs> acting, obviously. But it's acting. It's not always like, good acting. No, it's fun. It's fun acting. <laughs> But, uh, it, you know, it made me think of, like, Marvel at this point and how, and we've talked about this, they don't have limitations anymore. No, they, they just kind of do, do whatever, whatever they, they feel like. want. Yeah. You know, and, and we sort of mentioned this in Wherever by Night. It's not just the format. Like, I, I remember thinking back in the day, like, when, when they made Avengers, it's like, oh, this is crazy. Like, 
normally a movie like this wouldn't get made. You wouldn't well, do no, a you bunch of... First off, you wouldn't put that much money into a comic book movie. No, and ever. You, you wouldn't try to mash up all these characters and get all these major actors in From one different movie. movies that were technically... I mean, they weren't sequels to each other. They were different series. Sure. And then after that, it was like, okay, well, like they can do that, but like... They're not going to make a Christmas movie, and then they made Iron Man 3. Oh, there he goes. Um, <laughs> formats don't mean anything to him anymore. They want to make a TV show? They make a TV show. They want to make uh, like a limited series, like a TV show that's not really going to go anywhere after one season? They do that. They make and then just... they decide to make it a series retroactively anyway, hopefully. In oh, the yeah, case but I'm, I'm talking Knight. about... Are you talking about Moon Knight? Yeah. I'm talking about like Falcon, Falcon. and the Winter oh, Soldier or like yeah. WandaVision. WandaVision's not going to get a sequel. Like, No. The status quo changed too much at the end of that. It, you, yeah, know? It, you can't go back to... She-Hulk? That's a regular TV show that that's, can go on forever. That's a TV show. I'm hoping Moon Knight is. Sure, yeah, of course. <laughs> but now it's like you want to make one thing, just like one not a movie thing, like 40 to 50 minutes of like something, like do that. Sure, yeah. we'll call it a fucking special presentation. <laughs> Throw it on Disney Plus. Who cares? <laughs> and I think that's there's a there's a beauty to that that they're like not held to any like industry standard anymore. Yeah, and and it's all canon. Yeah, I mean obviously that too. But like <laughs> whatever the creatives want to do, they can just do it. Like the fact that this came from James Gunn instead of coming from like a boardroom. It's nice that they allow. Can, yeah, it's nice that he can come from that direction, mm. where he where he really wants to make a Christmas thing instead of like uh, a fucking boardroom with statistics are saying like, all right, well here's what the audience really this wants. This will sell. They want toys. You know what I mean? Yeah. So anyway, overall thoughts. What do you think of this? I loved it. I absolutely loved it. It's cute, right? <laughs> I was smiling the whole time. You know, I was I was really surprised by this, and then I felt stupid for being surprised by it because it's just Guardians of the Galaxy, like uh, a bunch of like misfit characters who are kind of raunchy sometimes, right? Indifferent, funny, but at the end of the day, they're so fucking heartwarming, yep. and they make you love them. They make you feel things, and they make you feel things, and they make you cry. Like every Guardians thing has done that. Yeah. I shouldn't be surprised at this point. With this, and I'm like, oh, what are these spunky characters going to do? Oh, they're going to make me cry. Gotcha. <laughs> like, in 40 minutes, they're going to make me cry. <laughs> it's going to happen. That's what Guardians of the Galaxy is now. You know? It's emotion. You shouldn't You shouldn't be surprised by this. And no, yet, I'm here scared I am. to watch the third one in theaters. No, yeah. But, Ugh. like, I, I mean, spoiler alert. Here's what's going to happen. You're going to go in, and you're going to be like, these are a bunch of irreverent characters, and no way they're, are they going to make me emotional. They're, they're pretty hilarious. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's definitely what's going to happen in Guardians Volume 3. I think 3. a lot of that is, honestly, to James Gunn's credit with 100%. the way he writes his characters. He's a great writer. Yeah. Watching shit like this is why I'm excited for him taking over DC. Because hopefully he can uh, <laughs> save that sinking ship. Like, if this level of creativity is what he's adding, and, like, not just creativity, actual heart. Yes. Like, total care for these projects and these characters with, like, emotional themes, resonance, character, like, all Excellent that shit. Excellent use of oh music. Oh, my God. Oh, the music <laughs> drops. <laughs> not only music drops, original music. Original music. He, yeah. He wrote a song for this. Uh, so that was written by James Gunn? He wrote it. The okay. band performed it, but he wrote it. That's amazing. There's a, a couple of Easter eggs. We're going to do Easter eggs at the end. And uh, there's like two or three in the song that I, I have covered. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I love um, that song so much. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty short thing. It's basically like it's forty some minutes. It's the epi- it's the length of a episode it's, of TV. It's like right? forty minutes, and then there's like a mid credit scene. Yeah, but overall story, it, it doesn't feel hamstrung at all. No, that they would be doing Christmas. If you've seen the trailers, this isn't a spoiler, but like obviously uh, Peter Quill was raised with Christmas, and he hasn't had that since he left Earth. When Yondu like, kidnapped him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and his friends just want him to have that, so they're going to go to Earth and bring some Christmas up so they can celebrate Christmas where they are in space. Because they love him, and yeah. he's their leader, and yeah. they're a family. We're going to stop crying. <laughs> <laughs> um, the story didn't feel uh, like a stretch of, no, like It was a little all. silly at points, but I think that was intentional. Is it any sillier than any other Guardians thing? No, no absolutely not. It, Again, it doesn't feel like a holiday special, like Star Wars holiday special, where it's like none of these characters would realistically be doing this. This is a oh, weird. Everybody was absolutely in character here. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It, like it's not like they're they're uh, doing a weird TV variety hour that's like not canon and meta. Like no, no, no. Like this is completely within reason yes. within within the Marvel Cinematic Universe and within like specifically the sect of the universe where you know the aliens are tend to be a little bit on the silly side. Mm-hmm. Like they're just funnier. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Guardians people specifically. Yeah. They're just they're just funnier than the boring ass people on Earth. Yeah. <laughs> uh I don't even want to comment on the acting because it's obviously like these you know you these know are the who people the, from the movies. You know like, who these people yeah. are. Like I, we don't gotta talk about it, but uh if you've seen the posters or the or the trailer, you know it's Drax and Mantis kinda lead this little adventure. Yeah. Uh so it's uh Dave Bautista and Palm Clementif. Who is adorable, by the way. She's amazing. <laughs> uh, a French actress. I had a whole Dave Bautista day because after I saw this, I immediately went to go see the Knives Out sequel, uh, Glass Onion. I need to watch that. I might watch that tomorrow, actually. I don't it's work tomorrow. It's in so. theaters until Tuesday, I think. So tomorrow. Yeah. Otherwise, you have to wait like almost a month or for Netflix. A month? By the way, Glass Onion is like, it's not breaking records, but it is performing incredibly. It made like 13 or 14 million dollars in only 600 theaters. Holy shit. Meaning it basically sold out every theater that it played in. I need to see if tickets are available for it tomorrow uh, real quick. <laughs> and and Netflix is pretty dumb for not just releasing it at like a like a regular movie at that point. Yeah, that's Cuz they could have just waited 2 months and put it on the streaming service. They still have it all okay. exclusively Ooh, it's on the streaming. Tomorrow. Okay, I okay, can watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's only until tomorrow. The theater was packed, completely packed oh, when we went. I mean, it's just Knives Out was a hit. It's nice going to the movies and just being surrounded by like competent adults that like <laughs> like a smart movie. Like it wasn't a bunch of idiots for once. <laughs> yeah, but uh, anyway, music. It's James Gunn. What more do you want? Yeah, any this licensed is, music and it's going to be yeah very well thought out in where it's played and stuff and. The score is good too. This is a step above because it's um like you said, it's not just him picking needle drops, it's him literally writing music he with a band. He literally wrote a song. Yeah. And he put the band in alien makeup and threw them into the thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty awesome actually. Like it doesn't really get he, any better than that. I love when he does the thing with his arm. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. No spoilers. You'll, you'll you'll see what the arm thing is. <laughs> it's in the first two minutes. Yeah, but um, I don't I don't know what else you want to talk about. No spoilers. It's not very long. We can move on. We can move on. We're gonna move on to spoilers. So if if you're listening right now, you haven't seen it yet. Uh, it's a short thing. So there's like I don't know, like 
there's not that much to talk about, but there's it's really much, there's like it's really good. Only a couple things to spoil too. Yeah. So yeah. go check it out. Seal of approval. I think this was a great one-off Guardians thing. I'd put it up there with the other two Guardians movies yeah, easily. Like... Uh, okay, so spoilers. First thing I put down was Cosmo. Cosmo the uh, the space dog. The space dog. The Russian space dog. Yeah, but he's not um, really a. He is a dog, but he's like an experiment. He's a dog. <laughs> I'm gonna get into him. We're doing a whole Easter egg section. I'm gonna get to him there. Uh, number two. Oh, Kaya. No, no, no. We're not playing. Groot is swole. <laughs> swole Groot. What age do you think he's at okay, at this so point? Okay, so there has to be a time jump here. He was super skinny in Love and Thunder. Yes. So he, was a, he looked the same as he did in Endgame in Love and Thunder. Right. And I think it's just a matter of like... Maybe it's just like a, he hit a growth spurt. Yeah, and there's probably a time jump here, maybe a year or so. Yeah. I think maybe Love and Thunder is like right after Endgame. This is maybe like a year or two after that. Okay. I'm sure at some point they're going to make a whole timeline. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like Explaining some, it. Yeah. Some time has passed. That's all you need to know. Right. But Groot is huge. <laughs> yeah. He's he's a unit. <laughs> yeah. Because he's a different being. He's not the same Groot as the first Groot. Right. That Groot is, that, is dead. Yeah. James and, Gunn confirmed that. Yeah. A lot of people get confused at that. He didn't spawn a clone. He like spawned a different Groot. It's a sapling. That sapling. Yeah. yeah. So he has he's gonna end up growing up to be different than the first group. And Rockets his dad. Uh, sh- yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, so now that he's fully grown or he's like fully mature, like yeah, he looks very different. Uh, he's yeah. not long and lanky and thin. He's short and swole. <laughs> yeah, and he's still dancing. Yeah, he, he gets real excited about music. <laughs> I am grown. <laughs> He's so I kind of like. I kind of like that he has the same little face. Like his face didn't really mature. No, <laughs> he's still got like a kid face, very happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the biggest spoiler: uh, Mantis is Peter's sister. Yes, and this now, was. Did this surprise you? No, it surprised me. I had never considered that to even be a possibility. Really, because people are talking about this a lot around the time uh, Volume Two came out. No. Like, people speculated this a lot. Flew right over my head. This isn't even a theory I'd ever thought about. When I, I guess when I saw Mantis with Ego. You thought he just, like, found her? Yeah, I just thought he, she worked for him. Oh, okay. I think my first thought is that they were even maybe romantically entangled in in some sort of way. And then, obviously, as you see the movie, you learn that they're not. Right. Ego has, like, a whole five-minute presentation about how he's spawned millions of children yeah <laughs> like that's his life mission and in that scene you actually like when it shows him like like making out with a bunch of different species you actually do see like mantis's species i'm sure you do and at no <laughs> point had that crossed my mind so i was actually very surprised by this okay i guess that's just his other kid that he decided not to kill because she was useful to him in some way right yeah she, she helped him sleep yeah <laughs> peter didn't think about it either no he was is that when you cried surprised. uh the thing that happened right before that was what made me cry. Oh wait, we're in spoilers. Yeah, we're in spoilers. When, when you uh, when you find out that Yondu oh, kind of Yondu wa- warmed up to the idea of yeah. Christmas and then left Peter like his signature element. Did guns you like as that, his that gift? Yeah. Did you like that? That was two D animated. I did. It reminded me of like old, like honestly, like eighties cartoons. Yeah. And um, the Star Wars holiday special. <laughs> I was trying to pinpoint what the style is. It's kind of the style of that Boba Fett cartoon. Yeah. 
I don't know if that's it's intentional. It's got like weird rotoscoping, like really yeah. low frames per second. Yeah. And I've seen other things like that, but I, I'm trying it, to... It reminds me of that Boba Fett cartoon where I, like he meets he meets like C-3PO and R2-D2, right? I don't remember. And he has like his little rifle that He's got Mando his rifle has. that Mando later on appropriated, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if that was the uh, inspiration because there, there's a there's a Star Wars nod later on I'm going to talk about in Easter eggs. <laughs> um, and he obviously had already said that he likes the Star Wars holiday special. Right. Which is probably why this is called the holiday special instead of like the Christmas special. Yeah. Because this is not like a, like a oh, you can't say Christmas thing. No, they say Christmas a hundred times. Christmas. It's literally about Christmas. Yes. But it's called the holiday special. I think that's a specific nod. Yeah. <laughs> to Star Wars, where Star Wars was trying to avoid saying Christmas. Yeah. Because it wouldn't make sense to have Christmas in space. <laughs> uh, it was a very sweet moment when uh, Peter found out, though. And he's just, he's so happy about it. Oh, about Mantis? Yeah, he gives her a yeah. big hug. Well, yeah. because earlier in the thing, like, he's not just lonely because he yeah. doesn't have Gamora anymore. He have a family. Or Christmas, and he right. misses Earth. Like, he's, he doesn't have a family, yeah. Well, he's got his grandpa that he just never went back to visit, I guess. We oh, see yeah. his grandpa on Guardians 2. He do? He's he like run, he's like driving away from the big ego blob that's oh, forming. Oh <laughs> yeah! Oh wow! He, he's still kicking. Wow! <laughs> Maybe he got blipped. Yeah, give him an extra five years. <laughs> hey guys, it's time for a quick break, and we will be back in a flash. Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. It probably was a surprise to a lot of people. It just wasn't to me. Okay. Let's move on to the Easter eggs because I got a bunch of them. Okay. Um, and then we'll just kind of recap our, our thoughts at the end. How about that? Okay. All right. I've got 17 Easter oh, eggs. Oh, shit. Okay. Or... This is probably going to go through all yeah. the spoiler stuff anyway. Exactly. <laughs> Easter eggs or references. I don't want to get into the uh, nitty gritty of what's an Easter egg and not. Like, a lot of these things are not technically Easter eggs. But anyway. Uh, number one, the Marvel intro. It's always a little bit different. This one has a lot of um, images from Christmas comics, like Marvel oh, Christmas comics. Did notice you notice that? that? No. I didn't see She-Hulk and Shuri Black Panther are both in it. Oh, yeah. In the logo itself? Yeah. Like, yeah. you know when they do the Marvel. Yeah. yeah they yeah. always add, like, some of the newer stuff mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, at the very beginning, you know where it usually shows, like, a bunch of comic strips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They showed a bunch of Christmas comic strips. That's so cool. <laughs> that's great um number two is the collector alive I've, i guess he's alive he's alive because Confirmed. they bought nowhere the guardians own nowhere they bought it where, from the collector where did they get the startup cash well, i mean they do a lot of mercenary work and also nowhere was kind of a dump after not just the first guardians movie but after infinity war when thanos kind of he wrecked it absolutely wrecked it yeah, yeah. It's just constantly getting wrecked because in the first one they blew up uh, the fucking collector's like warehouse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then he's s- setting everybody free, including Howard the Duck and yeah. Cosmo. Then he, then he fixed it and then Thanos wrecked it. <laughs> yep. And so, so he's probably just like, I'm fucking done. He's like, I'll sell it. Whatever. <laughs> so that's, I like this though, that the collector is confirmed alive because that means we can see Benicio del Toro again. We could. 
I like the idea, and Marvel's been really good about this. This is, I think, one of the main pillars of success for Marvel is that they have always changed the status quo at the end of every movie. Mm-hmm. There's no movie that feels episodic and that doesn't change something right. about the characters and the universe. A lot of movies back in the day would be very hesitant to do something like that because they want to make movies forever. Right. And Whereas this, it's, it's it always feels like the universe is expanding a little bit or something's changing. It's evolving. And that's one of the things that makes me excited to watch like new MCU stuff in general. I'm like, oh, you know, I wonder what little things are going to change like the whole yeah. universe here. I mean, what? even like, you know, we did uh, on Where's Mephisto, our second podcast on Patreon. Uh, we were talking about how in, in She-Hulk, they repealed the uh, Sokovia Accords. Yeah. What huge ramifications does that have for the universe right. now? And why were know? they repealed? I mean, clearly it's because of what also, happened in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. with all the Inhumans being hunted down. Unclear. By the watchdogs. <laughs> unclear. <laughs> um, yeah, so if the Guardians of the Galaxy just did the same shit every single movie, and it was the same team of, like, the original five, it, that would get boring. That would be. You know what yep. I'm saying? But by the end of the first movie, established team. By the end of the second movie, different team. Some of the villains from the first movie are now in the team in the second movie. That's a huge yeah. status quo change. Two Avengers movies, a lot of things happen. Gamora dies. There's a new Gamora. She don't like him anymore. She's off on her own. Great. Now Quill is sad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Groot died. Now he's a little kid. Now he's a baby. Now he's a teenager. He's now up. he's swole. Yeah. Like the status quo is constantly and changing. We're watching like this family grow closer with each one too. Uh-huh. And it's and, nice. And now they're fucking proprietors. Yeah. <laughs> they seem very busy. They're actually. landowners. They like, seem they're... very busy. <laughs> They're basically like mayors and shit. Yep. So that's a huge status quo change. Um, all of these little things are tied to the plot of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Yeah. So them owning nowhere uh, and also like Cosmo, the next thing I want to talk about um, being there. Those are plot points for the for that upcoming. Right. I'm sure like nowhere is going to be like their base of operations going into Volume yeah. 3. They don't have to waste time establishing all that because we already have that done. I mean, they probably still will quickly. Quickly, or yeah. Impl- implicitly. Yeah. But not. They don't have to, they be don't like, have to do it again. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Number three, Cosmo. Um, so this dog has been in backgrounds the first two movies. He uh, was in Collector's Lair. Yeah. I don't know about Volume, don't know two, about volume 2. Maybe Infinity War. But um, yeah, Volume 1, he was in the Collector's Lair. I don't remember if he was in 2. Probably not. Cosmo's a Russian dog experimented on by Soviets and mutated by cosmic rays. Uh, it's a reference you, to the dog that the Russians, the Soviets sent into space during the space race. Did they really do that? Yeah. The, the poor dog, thing. Yeah. Clearly died, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 No one's there attending to it. That's no. god awful. No. So even if it makes it through, like, you know, leaving the atmosphere. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's horrible. Uh, anyway, that's, uh, but not this dog. This dog's super intelligent. Uh, yeah, this dog is super intelligent. Has like a voice thing that for telepathy can talk voice by Maria Balakova. Uh, she was in the Borat subsequent movie film. That's the sequel. The second. Did you see that one? I haven't seen the second one. Me neither. I have not seen subsequent movie film. No, I love the first one. Oh, the first one was hilarious. I watched it. Not that a few years ago. Starring Mephisto. Yeah, <laughs> there he is. Uh, watched that a few years ago. It holds up, I think. I think it's still okay. really, really funny. 
Bruno I wasn't a big fan of, and there was another one he did that I saw was that one like, in theaters, and I, I thought it was just, eh. yeah, yeah. Eh. <laughs> so she's returning. Uh, not she; it's a he, but it's voiced by a, a woman. Right. Uh, the dog is returning. Cosmo is returning. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Um, he has um, telekinetic powers. Telepathic powers. Oh no, telekinetic powers. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, he can and, move shit. He might have telepathic powers. Well, too, that's how but, he communicates. Yeah, you know, with his little voice thing. Yeah, but, uh, but he can't aim it. Yeah. <laughs> so w- what I've seen is that he's going to play uh, uh, some sort of role in volume three and the subplot where we learn of Rocket's uh, backstory, which is tragic. Yeah. 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 So um, yeah. in what appears to be from what they've told us, I mean, I haven't seen volume three, obviously. So like I can't well, possibly spoil it. Yeah. yeah. So don't don't freak out. But <laughs> Rocket will have been created by the high evolutionary. Uh, mm. So it's likely that the high evolutionary also created this version of Cosmo. Yeah. And we might see uh, Rocket's romantic partner, Lila, maybe. What? Yeah, it's I know nothing it's about that. another animal hybrid Said experiment. Be weird if she wasn't, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but we get hints of that in the first Guardians movie when Rocket's talking about like being like torn apart and put back together yeah. over and over. Yeah, he mentioned it several yeah. times. Yeah. And you see, like, implants on his back and the scarring oh, yeah. and everything. Yeah. Uh, number four, the old 97s. It's a rock band. Um, I'm not too familiar with them. I don't know if you are. I'm not either, but I like what I've heard. <laughs> I like this a lot, and I can't wait for them to release the album to download. So the first song that they sang, that's the one that you said uh, is it's written stuck, by James Gunn. It's written by James Gunn. It's been stuck in my head since <laughs> I watched it. That's me. St- it still is right now. It's going to be a new classic. Yep. Uh, I think we talked. We talked about this like in our last Christmas special. Most like Christmas songs that we think of were introduced in like different movies. Yeah. In different Christmas movies, mm-hmm. like very few Christmas songs that like we consider very as, few like, of them come from the church. Yeah. <laughs> or like they, oh they, here's like a folk song that got rewritten right. a bunch of times. No, no, they're all from fucking movies and shit. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't this one also like enter that pantheon yeah. of? Great Christmas songs. Silver Bells came from a movie. Uh huh. White Christmas came from a movie. Yeah, a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, and uh, they're and they're classics like that people could know every single word of. Yeah, despite never seeing those movies. Oh no, for sure. <laughs> I've never seen whatever Silver Bells came from. I it's from <laughs> some movie called The Lemon Drop Kid. Oh okay, yeah, you talked about <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, here's some lines in the song that could be potential Easter eggs. He used to be a dentist. Could be a nod to Hermie the Elf. Now he's sleeping with the fishes. (laughs) (laughs) From the classic Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer special. I mean, I think it's 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 100%. Um, Here's another one. Santa has epic superpowers. In the Marvel Universe, Santa is not only real, he's a mutant. He's a furry freak. (laughs) And he has superpowers. (laughs) Several Christmases, they bring him back. Uh, and he's a, he's a central character and he fucks shit up for a minute and then they everything gets resolved by New Year's, right? Yeah. I think in the comics, uh, She-Hulk represented him once. That's great. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> so uh, he, he, he does have epic superpowers and he is real. <laughs> yeah. In the MCU, maybe not, but... <laughs> It'd be... Hey. It's possible. Holiday special possible. next year. <laughs> the Guardians have to go save Santa. The real life Santa. <laughs> 
there's another line in the song that actually references Rudolph himself and like who lit up that deer. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then the last song or the the song at the end of the thing that's also theirs. That song was actually I think that's an actual old 97 song. Yes. Yeah. yeah, they they had written it for a previous Christmas album. Okay. And then but it performed by uh Kevin Bacon, who's a great singer. Did not see that coming at all. <laughs> Here's the thing about the, a lot of, a lot of these actors are classically trained. And so right. they went to school. They had to sing. They had to learn how to. They they took voice lessons. They did yeah. all that shit. Like they're more than capable of singing, dancing, acting yeah. at a drop of a hat. They'll do any of those. By things. the way, Kevin Bacon playing Kevin Bacon is a joy to watch. Oh, it was great. It was fantastic. <laughs> it made me like him even um, more than I already did. When he goes through the whole acting thing, and he <laughs> and he just starts hitting character after character. I was like. That's good. It's like, all and right, should, I'm ready to storm this Nazi beach. <laughs> and I shouldn't be impressed because you're a legitimate actor, and yet this is this is really fun. This is really good. Yeah. Yeah. He's been acting for a long time. <laughs> oh, <too>. Obviously, <laughs> yeah. Um, number five, Kingo from The Eternals. He's in two posters. <laughs> I didn't catch the second one. I only I saw didn't look the it first up. one. I was told he was referenced twice, but there was a there's a big poster that says Kingo's Christmas. I like that we keep seeing like little Kingo things in the background. Like, hey, he's a movie star. Remember? He's a current movie star. It's also nice to see that Eternals is still getting referenced. Sure. Even though people keep shitting on that movie. That's pretty good. It's a pretty good movie. (laughs) I like it. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Next year, please make Kingo's Christmas. That's all I'm saying. Kingo's Christmas. (laughs) Please. (laughs) It's Christmas with a K, by the way. (laughs) Whatever the fuck that means. Uh, when they go to the Chinese theater, first of all, Chinese theater got rebuilt after Iron Man 3. Yeah, they another Christmas it. movie yeah. <laughs> where it got blown up and Happy Hogan was uh, well, I, seriously I injured. I mean, several people died, but like, I don't think the theater was that harmed. I think the they, front of the theater was. Yeah, okay. They cleaned it It was up. like a bomb went off. <laughs> sure. They cleaned it up is what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Looks yeah. good now. Yeah, there's some obvious Avengers character actors there at the Chinese theater. There's, there's a few uh, that aren't. Avengers characters. Yeah, I'm gonna too. get to them. Okay. Uh, there's Captain Marvel, Captain America. Uh, when she goes, Steve, she gets so excited to like see him. Yeah. I love the idea that these characters that we did not see interacting in the movies spent time together off screen, <laughs> because Mantis never met Captain America on screen. No. Right. And she's so like she runs up to him, gives him a hug, and he runs the fuck away. <laughs> Yeah, right. It's an actor. But I love that idea that, like, off screen, after the battle, they all hung out and became friends, I guess. Yeah. Like, before he went off and did his time and travel thing. Before he, like, said, fuck you, the rest of the world. Yeah. I don't <laughs> think I will. <laughs> Captain America, Captain Marvel, Ant-Man, Black Widow. I- I've seen this pointed out online, and it's it's a nitpick. The lady wearing a Black Widow cosplay, that Black Widow costume is from the Black Widow movie. Specifically. Specifically. Okay. And no one saw her in that costume except for the people in that movie. So and that she was would... all, you know, secret stuff. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so they wouldn't have made cosplay costumes based on that. Uh, they would have made okay. it based on her in the Avengers. Right. 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 So, that, that is a nitpick. That's but a nitpick. Yeah. I, I get it. Sure. It, it doesn't <laughs> matter. <laughs> but like for people that take this way too seriously, then yeah. Okay. Right. Also, Jack Sparrow and a GoBot were there. Yeah, a GoBot that killed Drax's cousin, apparently. Okay, so uh, <laughs> I got more about that. So the GoBots, if you don't know, are they were knockoff Transformers. Um, but then later, Hasbro just bought them 
uh, you know, they I, I think they litigated in, in court for a minute and then Hasbro just bought them out and then folded them into their canon. So GoBots now exist in the greater Transformers universe. But now they also exist in the greater Marvel Cinematic Universe. Supposedly, yeah. According so, to James Gunn himself. Yeah, so uh, James Gunn tweeted. And again, I, we mentioned this. I love that James Gunn just tweets all the time to people and he answers questions left and right. Uh, he said, I picked GoBots and Simon Hat and I personally approached Hasbro and asked them if we could use them and they kindly agreed. All right. Does this mean that technically Transformers might exist in the MCU? <laughs> I guess, yeah. Just like Batman exists in the MCU. Probably in comic book form, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in Superman, too. They're mentioned in Eternals. Yeah. And in this. Mm-hmm. Kevin Bacon uh, goes, oh, right, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm the Batman. That makes No, him a, wait, I'm, I'm Bruce Wayne. That makes him a Batman actor now. <laughs> <laughs> and then Drax is like, who's Bruce the Wayne? The only Batman actor that we know for sure in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We don't know who's portrayed Batman in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. True. You know, what it's if gonna Kevin be, Bacon did? It's going to be one of those things where, like... You know, if if ever uh, in in fucking Secret Wars, if like Daredevil from the fucking Ben Affleck universe comes through, someone might go like, "You look like Batman," because we <laughs> had that movie in this universe, uh, or did we? <laughs> yeah. Or if they ever meet fucking, well, did Kevin Bacon act in an X Men movie in this universe? <laughs> yeah. Who knows? <laughs> right. Probably not, because X Men are real. They just haven't been introduced yet. Right. So. And the masses don't know about that. Yeah. But that, does that mean that there's a Kevin Bacon in the other Marvel universe where the... I forget what his character's name is. I do, too. He was... Um, or his character exists. He was like a Nazi, right? What's he was him? a Nazi that was also a mutant, so he kind of turned against them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. He's just a bad guy. Uh, Number seven. <laughs> a robot killed his cousin. So when Drax attacks the Gobot, that's what... um. Mantis says as justification. She says a GoBot killed his cousin. A robot. I think she says GoBot. I don't think she says it because I think she does. She doesn't know what a GoBot is, bro. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Well, that's the thing. The she watching are... GoBots up there in space. Well, why else would James Gunn say that GoBots are canon? <laughs> yeah, GoBots are canon because in they're fuck. I think but, GoBots okay. actually exist in this universe. No. But the, the GoBots as a as a as a comic book exist, but she says a robot killed his cousin. I think she said a GoBot. But killed here's his the cousin. thing: there's a there's, there's kind of a reference here. Drax's people were decimated by the Kree, and the Kree had robots named Sentries. Right. It's a reference to the Sentries. I don't know. The quote says GoBots killed his cousin. Oh, we're gonna have to go back and put on the subtitles. <laughs> Number eight. There are some friendly DC James Gunn cameos. Uh, James Gunn oh, yeah. loves his actors and he loves reusing them. He becomes them as... like best friends with all of them. He had uh, <laughs> recently he had a wedding and they played a softball game of Marvel versus DC, depending on what universe you're That's from. Fucking hilarious! Isn't that great? <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> uh, some people were allowed to play on both teams, uh, including Michael Rooker. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, Flula Borg. The German actor, uh, internet personality turned actor. He was the um, bartender at the okay. gay bar. Yeah, uh, he is uh, in in the Suicide Squad. He plays uh, the javelin. Oh, the guy that's hitting on Harley, and then gets killed. Y- yeah, <laughs> or Harley's hitting on him, something like that. So, yeah, but then she gets his javelin. Yes, becomes a plot point. <laughs> 
Also, Margot Robbie and John Cena are named in the star map. So uh, Harley Quinn and Peacemaker. Yeah. Again, his <laughs> friends. His, his, James Gunn's personal friends. Yeah. <laughs> Number nine, Kevin Bacon is watching Santa Claus Conquers the Martians, which is a 1964 movie where Martians kidnap Santa because there's no Santa equivalent on Mars. Whoa, almost like the plot to this. That, that's exactly what it is. And I, I've i never seen this movie. I've never heard of it. But when I saw him watching that on TV, I was like, that's what they're doing. Yep. They're doing that. And he's like <laughs> laughing at it. He's like, <laughs> look at look at dumbass Santa getting kidnapped by Martians. Meanwhile, two fucking aliens are like knocking on his door. <laughs> About to kidnap him. <laughs> um, Kevin Bacon's wife also plays herself. Yeah. So uh, that's cool. Real wife, uh, and she was on the phone. She recorded the phone. Is that Kevin Bacon's actual house? Probably not because like the interior shots. Sets. You know they got to they got to fit a million people in there. But uh, it looked like just a nice Hollywood house, though. Sure, it could very well have been very. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sure they also have sets that are designed to look like Hollywood houses, though. So. Yeah, of course. Plus, they also kind of like they didn't destroy any of it, but like. There's some. They messed it up a little bit. There's some light action going on in there. Yeah. Like, there was. There was the I don't potential. Know if Kevin of... Bacon wants that happening in his home. Right. 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 <laughs> <laughs> the new spaceship of theirs is called the Bowie, named after J- uh, David Bowie. So this follows the tradition of the Milano, the first ship named after Alyssa Milano, and the Benatar, named after Pat Benatar, the second ship. But also, this is a nod to the comics because in the comics and newer comics, their ship is right. named the Bowie. This started like after like 2014. Like, well, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Naming the ship after like an 80s star f- comes from the movie. So the movie inspired the comics to do it, but then this is borrowing that from the comics, specifically the David Bowie. Right. Thing, which I thought. Also, was... they they're always getting new ships because their shit's always getting destroyed. Well, as far as we know, nothing happened to the Benatar. This might just be a, uh, a just new ship. ship. Yeah. The Milano's donezo. The, Mil- the Milano, yeah, got destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, also, it was very dirty. If you if you had a oh, black light, <laughs> she was shooting ropes all over the place. Wow, Bur- <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's in the movie. Okay, number eleven. They make a reference to the dance off to save the galaxy. Obviously, yeah. Um, when they get to talk, and I like that they get to talk about Kevin Bacon's films, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Well, I played a character in that." <laughs> oh, here's here's another thing. They despise actors. Drax and um and Mantis. So I would love They're to also know. Like the two most like truthful people out of all of them. Like they okay, they yeah. almost can't lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I see that now. That they would probably think that actors are like unethical. <laughs> yeah, like you're pretending to be somebody else. Right, right, right. I want to know specifically what their experience is with like their local planetary actors are, though, because the only thing we know are the two fucking pretentious idiots. From Asgard, I love them. Matt though. Damon and the other Hemsworth brother they have to turn everything into a play <laughs> because those guys suck and they're annoying as shit. They're funny, okay? They're great for us, but I mean, in real life, they probably suck oh, to you, be around. you wouldn't want to be around them, no, no. So if if that's the kind of experience they've had with actors, I understand their reaction to Kevin Bacon. Well, and because celebrity doesn't mean anything to them, but actors. Well, do. they're all surprised that Kevin Bacon's not a piece of shit at the end, right? Right. right. Like Nebula's, like I guess all actors aren't complete pieces of shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Said the actor. Right. <laughs> uh, number twelve. Yeah, uh, I was. I was uh, saying references to Kevin Bacon films. I also have a quote here from Kevin Bacon. 
reacting to his original name drop in the 2014 Guardians of the Galaxy film. He said, I went to the theater opening weekend having worked with James Gunn, he recalled in one interview. We had been in touch and he never warned me that this was coming. I had no idea and I sat there and all of a sudden they're talking about me and my jaw just dropped. <laughs> Isn't that so great? Like, what the fuck? But I love the idea that James Gunn was with him and just kept it a secret. It was like, you'll just go see my movie. <laughs> <laughs> hey you should watch it it's uh you know i put a lot of work into well, it again like it's not just a name drop he's a he's a fucking he's a, he's a plot point he's a plot point <laughs> the whole, they do the footloose the, yeah the climax is based on footloose <laughs> i'm just imagining kevin bacon being like what that's got to be like real weird but also like flattering oh incredibly yeah, yeah think about that for a second yeah oh the movie's based on you basically <laughs> Uh, number 13, Bucky's arm, stolen by Nebula. Oh, yeah. This is um kind of a big deal. I don't think it's a big deal at all. I you think, think he's just be... going to have a new arm? Yeah, no, I think it's going to be undone like almost immediately. <laughs> I think it's just made for a gag. It's kind of a wild gag to have. I mean, here's the a, here's a thing. Bucky's coming back in at least two movies, Thunderbolts right. and Captain America 4. Right? Uh, maybe he'll have a new Thunderbolt arm. He's either going to get a new arm or... At the very beginning, not even that. Maybe a maybe another post credit scene to like Guardians three, which comes first. Rocket just returns the arm to him, and he's like, "Hey, I'm sorry, I didn't actually want this." Or they um, <laughs> just next time to show Bucky, he just has a different arm, and just don't mention it. <laughs> he, Rocket shows up with like a you know he has a shittier arm. Rocket shows up, and he's like, "Oh, thank God!" And he puts back on the Wakanda. That one's made of vibranium. It's by the Wakandans. Yeah, <laughs> like that's a great arm. You can't get better than that. Like, uh, whatever the hell Thanos' sword was made out of. Uh, okay, sure. That could cut through vibranium. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I don't think it's a big deal. Um, however, people asked James Gunn, "How did this happen?" And he responded in a, in a tweet. Nebula took a trip to Earth and tore it off his body because she was feeling so Christmassy. What the fuck, Bu- poor Bucky. <laughs> Uh, that's his exact quote, and then uh, a couple a couple incels got mad at that because how dare a woman ever defeat a man in battle? She's a first off, she's an alien cyborg. She's but, a cyborg ninja. Yeah, least we forget. Okay. Yeah, we've already seen that all of these like space bound characters are way more powerful than the humans. Right. It's <laughs> like just period. Like, and look on a one to one. Yeah, Nebula is gonna win that one. Yeah. I'm not even convinced they fought. She's like, like 90% machine. She might have also just she taken might have just like, while he was sleeping or something. She, yeah, she might have just taken it while he was sleeping. And then in it, when asked, she's like, oh, yeah, I defeated him in battle. <laughs> <laughs> but me- meanwhile, he woke up and was like, god damn it. Where the Where fuck is my arm? arm? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> <laughs> but no worries. He's definitely getting an arm back, obviously. He's going to be in two movies. It's not going to be nah, armless. we're just going to have Bucky armless in... Thunderbolts. Yeah, it's gonna be the new uh, uh, Bruce Banner in the in the Iron Man armor, <laughs> where they won't let him be. Uh, Hulk. They won't let him be Hulk. He's not allowed. For He's going through a reasons. crisis. Yeah. Number fourteen. Does Groot have weird meta powers? Oh yeah, his gift was like a storyboard of the entire episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, I mean, I guess he could have like heard some the of that stories. stuff had happened yeah. like minutes ago, though. Right. 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 
My favorite one is when Craglin opens his, and it's Craglin opening, opening a gift, a gift. of Craglin, yeah. opening a gift of Craglin, opening a gift of... It just goes like five layers deep. <laughs> like, he made that for that specific moment. <laughs> and the only thing Craglin can do is just, like, giggle with joy. <laughs> okay. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, does he have, like, meta powers? I like, don't know. Number 15, the little green trinket that Peter gifts... Yondu was on his armrest side table in Guardians of the Galaxy. And obviously it started his love for collecting little little yeah, bottles and trinkets. Little trinkets. Because he goes to that store and he's like, oh, I like this little cute frog thing. I'm going to put it with all my other little things. And yeah. The guy's like, I can't tell if you're serious or not. <laughs> he's like, I can't tell if he's serious. <laughs> so obviously, oh, and obviously the guns that... Uh, that he gave Peter the signature weapons that he still has. Yeah, his element guns. Yeah. In the comics and in the video game, like, they use different elements and stuff, but it seems like in the MCU, they've just been, like, laser guns. They just go pew pew. Yeah. yeah. We talked about this off air um, while we were uh, heating up our dinner, but uh, <laughs> retroactive emotions is what this does, right? Because when if you go back, specific trinket, the little yellow Yoda looking guy with yeah. the little pointy ears. That's in the first movie. They just borrowed that. They, it's they, just on his they dashboard. Took it. Yeah. Huh. But they didn't mean anything back then, and now it does. So when you go back and watch that, now it's going to be an extra... It's an extra layer of it's another emotion. Kick the stomach. <laughs> but uh, that was super cute, obviously. It was. In the pile of gifts in that little animation, there was a gift for Taserface. Oh, I saw that. <laughs> who ends up betraying, killing, like, all of them. Yeah, but back then, Peter liked him, I guess. <laughs> It's crazy how people change. Number 16, in Peter's memories, Yondu's ship goes into a Star Wars-like styled hyperspace. Yeah. At the end. That doesn't happen in Marvel. So, I mean, it's obviously like a 2D animated, unreliable narrator right. style. Like, this is just his mem- his fun Christmas memories. Mm-hmm. He yeah, likes Star Wars. The ship also like, bounces around a little bit and says happy holidays or whatever. Uh, uh, yeah, Merry of course. Christmas yeah. Away. It's just a fun little thing, but I, I love that. Uh, you stick a little bit of Star Wars in there. <laughs> Number 17, last but not least, in the post credit scene, Rocket sort of breaks the fourth wall by saying, um, ruin Christmas. So they'll have to do another special. Now we have to do another special. And he like, looks <laughs> at the camera. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, look, don't take it seriously. It's not. If it's you, probably just a joke. It's not canon, I guess, if you really care about what's canon and what's not. <laughs> that probably is not. Um, Kevin Bacon saying, see you guys at Easter is canon. <laughs> yeah, but that's just like, that's something you say, though. <laughs> see you guys for Easter. Yeah. Like, see you well, in the next holiday. Wants to, wants to teach them all about Easter now. Yeah, of course. Because he That'd had be, to teach them what Christmas was. That'd be fun. Except they're not going to do that because it's very Christian specific. Yeah. <laughs> Not if you do the secular Easter where it's just Easter bunnies it's and just, eggs. Yeah. God, secular Easter's weird. Secular Christmas is weird. Santa Claus? Santa At Claus least it's is like weird. Cool and fun. Like Easter, it's like what? It's a bunny that like shits eggs with money inside and chocolates. It feels <laughs> totally random. It is a little bit random. Um, well, it's just like this weird amalgamation of different like springtime traditions just thrown into one. Yeah. Sprinkled over like <laughs> Christianity. Like, kind of. Sometimes, yeah, if you wanted to. <laughs> uh, and that's it. That's all the Easter eggs. So final thoughts. Let's get out of here, Berto. What, what, what do you think? Everybody needs to watch this and just get some 
Christmas joy in their I'm heart. I watch this every Christmas. Oh, There's, this, is, this is absolutely a yearly watch for me. <laughs> uh, just like Werewolf by Night's probably a yearly watch for me. This okay, is yeah. There's a handful of things that I'd say like, yeah, I'm going to watch this every year. And I think this is uh this is up there. And it's like it's short and sweet. Yeah. And it's it's so much fun. I think it's delightful. It's hilarious. There's a couple times I laughed really hard. Um, there's an action scene in it and it's not bad. This is also the first and maybe only uh MCU project that has not had an antagonist. Yeah, it's just a fun little adventure, yeah. isn't it? No. Interesting. It's just everybody trying to be good to each other. Yeah. Although Mantis is kind of a bad guy when she robs that lady. Hmm. A little bit. She's like, give me the map for free. Give me all your money. (laughs) She was also wasted. (laughs) I love that. that They just got super drunk. Again, it's it's exactly what the Guardians are. Yeah. They did it in their first movie. They're going to go get drunk. Then they're going to go love each other. Yeah. (laughs) And Drax is going to talk about how dancing is for pathetic people. Yeah. Which is something he said in the first movie. Yeah. I, and I think the second movie, too. <laughs> <laughs> Guardians is something that I could very much see be a TV show. Just because they can have so many random adventures. Yeah. You know, and I I love them as films, don't get me wrong. But if after volume three, they wanted to turn what's left of the Guardians team into a, 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 like a recurring TV show... With maybe not the most expensive actors in the world, like Dave like Bautista and Chris, Chris Pratt, Pratt and Zoe Saldana. Yeah. Um, if they form a new team and they went on like random adventures like this, that I think that'd be great. I just because, want to see Craglin do stuff. Sure, because these are the only characters I think in the MCU that could really fall. I mean, not only, but like they could definitely fall into like a really episodic style storytelling. The guy at the store said they're the only ones that could pull it off. <laughs> What's that? What? <laughs> The hat with the safari flaps. Oh, 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 you're making a... Yep, yep, yep. Did you see the guy who's like... uh, There was a football guy who was like, I make big hats. No. And his name is Brian. And so now there's a bunch of memes that are like, have you seen Brian's hat? (laughs) Ugliest (laughs) fucking thing I've ever seen. Oh, no. His name is literally Brian. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Brian's hat. (laughs) They're fucking hideous. That is literally the ugliest thing I've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) That's not a joke. I'm not making a reference. (laughs) It's just ugly. Yeah. Yeah, so that's it for us, you guys. Uh, Good stuff. Check it out. Berto, what are we doing next? We already told the people. We're going to tell them one more time. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie. Correct. Uh, I'm actually very excited about this. 95, 98, something like that. 97, I don't know. One of those. Might be like 96 or something. Uh, yeah, that's not available anywhere. But if, if you know, you know. If you have it, you have it. And you can rent it. Anyway, guys, thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you to That Piano Dude for a musical intro. Uh, make sure you leave a rating and review on Apple or Spotify or wherever you get your podcast from. Uh, and tell a friend, please. And if you've told a friend, thank you so much. If you want to support the show, you can do so on Patreon. Linked somewhere below. Um, look, $3. Uh, and that gets you all our, uh, what do we do? Outtakes. Where's Mephisto outtakes. Where's Mephisto, our bonus podcast. Uh, we're talking about Andor right now. Yeah. Great think, show, by the way. Not um, enough people have watched it. Andor, we're talking about uh, other shows that are coming out weekly. Check that out. Uh, it's, again, linked below. Uh, and you'd be really helping out the, the podcast. Uh, and if you want to hang out with us in a different way, you can join our Discord server. We chit-chat on there. 
every fucking day, basically. <laughs> uh, if you don't know anything about Discord, it's just a. Uh, it, I, I feel like most people don't Discord. We Discord. I feel like a lot of people have Discord, but don't like use it. Sure. Or I've it's heard a, of it. It's don't a know messaging what it is. thing. It's for you know if you play video games. Uh, it's very good for playing video games because you can just hop on with your friends and hop in a like a voice chat channel and yeah. talk. But it's not just for video games. Like it's a great messaging platform. Yeah. Anyway, download it. It's free. It's, Hang out with us all week. It's where we build our community. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. I'll make note of that. That's the word I gotta yeah. use. Uh, Blake needs to hop on that. Yeah, join our Discord. He's um, scared to. No, he's gonna fight with all my friends. <laughs> <laughs> now he's really gonna join. <laughs> Otherwise, we stream every episode live on Twitch, on twitch.tv slash filmsfrompz. If you wanna hang out with us like Blake's Takes has and Redback Cosplay has, do it. That's how you do it. Monday nights, 8 p.m. For the Christmas season, we are uh, probably going to have a weird schedule, but I mean, that's to be expected. Um, <laughs> come hang out with us. Be a part of the show. Be mentioned. Name dropped. Throw your opinions at us. We'll have conversations that will end up uh, in the in the episode. Uh, otherwise, guys, you can find us on Instagram, Films from the Phantom Zone, Twitter, Films from PZ, TikTok, Films from PZ, and all these episodes are available on YouTube. And we will see you next week with Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Hell yeah. I'm excited for that. Yeah. We'll probably do Turbo after that, right? Yeah. I don't... The thing about Turbo is, like, there's so much... That one's canon. There's just so much fucking lore in there, like... There is a lot of lore in that. It's not a standalone. It's part of, like, a whole season. It's part of the overall series. Yeah. Yeah. You have to, like, prepare for that one. I'm prepared. Are you? No. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, guys. All right. We'll see you then. Bye. All right. Bye.